Hello, Gretel. Hey, Hansel, and welcome everyone to episode seven of Cancel and Gretel. Woohoo! We made it this far. I know, right? And happy so, long weekend, everyone. Yeah, happy Labor Day weekend for everyone in the US, which makes up most of our listeners according to Spotify analytics. Um, it may change today. The listenership might have slightly tilted towards the Indian side today, as of a couple the, of events that happened recently. The topics for sure are going to be more homelandy, and oh my god, what a fucking night it was! I don't even know if I was awake for most of it. I can't believe a lot of it happened, but I'm glad you were. Awake as well, or in a different time zone, so that you could remind me that what happened was true and real. But yeah, that was an interesting experience. So, do you want to tell people about it? Why not? So, um, how do Start I with about it? Yeah, help me narrate this better because I'm yeah. not completely uh, sure of how I feel about it. I'm still yeah, pretty so worked up, so it- I need. All starts with a Canadian atheist of Iranian descent. All right, a really good-looking one at that, who I really like. So his name is uh, Armin Nawabi. Um, I don't know if the listeners have heard of him, but he is an Iranian um, ex-Muslim. So he he's from Iran. He now lives in Canada. He's a militant atheist. He runs Atheist Republic, which is like the largest online organization for atheists. I don't know why I'm like. selling him to the audience but anyway um so basically yeah i i've been following him for years now and so what happened was he is like super militant in his atheism which i'm not a huge fan of uh, because i'm an agnostic and i'm generally a peace lover and i don't like provoking people but basically what he did was he like tore pages of the quran and made a video of it because his logic is that one it provokes people that's fun for him but two it is just inspiring for people who are because of freedoms infringed infringed upon uh, in those countries where it's punishable by law so he did that and what happened was as expected a bunch of atheists came and supported that and saying wow that's so brave that's great and ex muslims also felt empowered but an interesting group of people also flocked to rejoice at this and that happens to be hindu nationalists so all these hindus joined on his uh, video to praise him and to support it saying wow let's do this this is amazing so empowering go for it we need to get rid of islam it's like so radical a religion blah 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 and so he noticed that a bunch of hindus were posting this so he was like it's not like these guys are my friends either i'm a militant atheist i hate all religions and so he decided that he's going to piss them off which i thought was super funny but anyway he decided to piss them off by posting a uh, a sexualized photo of kali who's a hindu goddess uh, who slays demons so she is like a hindu goddess in her peak rage so he found like a cartoon of her where she is showing off her amazing body and so he posted that saying aren't hindu goddesses super sexy i'm a huge fan of them and so this blew up and all his hindu followers who loved him for the previous video got super triggered and started harassing him basically and basically like they chose so the point their point of view which i don't even feel deserves to be explained but their point of view is that kali the goddess is like their mother and so they decided that to take revenge on him they'll insult his mother so they started abusing his mother verbally on his tweets and he is unstoppable he doesn't get triggered by any of this he just keeps posting and retweeting them so it started coming up on our timelines like all the retweets of the nasty comments directed towards him a lot of them were death threats a lot of them were rape threats uh, towards his mom and here it's kind of important that his mom's actually dead she died of cancer and she's a really cool lady you need to go check out his twitter his pin tweet is a tweet about his mom uh, so anyway this all came up and i felt like the amount of abuse that he was facing was a bit much 
and personally since i am an agnostic i was not like i found his post towards the hindu goddess distasteful but i'm not going to issue a death threat because of that i mean i like law and order and you do too so basically i posted i was so sick of seeing all these hindu nationalists abuse him and at some point i saw pornographic images of his mom like getting you know gang banged by a bunch of guys one of them was him one of them was the prophet muhammad one of them was like an other muslim guy who i didn't recognize so a lot of these photoshopped photos which i felt was like very disgusting and disrespectful of his deceased mom and all because he insulted a fictitious you know goddess in it the hindu religion it was perceived as an insult it's subjective it's subjective like i personally just thought she looked pretty bad ass in that photo but i don't know dude it's like Yeah, we have exactly. we have ancient temples that celebrate sex so yeah i mean for these like again i don't want to like play contrarian devil advocate because i just got pissed off at a friend of mine who was like a contrarian devil's advocate uh, but yeah like they it's all about the intent so since he intended to offend and it was you know like mm-hmm. sexualizing a hindu sure, goddess sure. they got triggered so anyway sorry for the long story but based on all of this i felt that he was being his mother was being unfairly insulted and i tweeted out like i had woken up to pee basically dude it was close to midnight i had already slept for 2 3 hours so i woke up to pee and saw this and in a state of stupor i decided to defend him and so i tweeted out that hindutva needs to chill the fuck out and stop getting triggered by this so what if he insulted a goddess even i'm not happy about it but issuing death threats to him and harassing his mother who is no more is not is not a solution and basically i tweeted that i'm a hindu and i you know like i'm spiritual and i get why they are offended but this is not an answer and you know it's a free country so stop being triggered so yeah i tweeted that and then he immediately i retweeted that because he is like very active on twitter ever since the brigade is upon him he is like engaging them and fueling them further which doesn't help his case but it's his bed yaar so anyway like he's just been retweeting people supporting him or opposing him just to highlight that hindu nationalists are as kami as radical islamists and i buy his case by the way just by checking his twitter feed so once he rted my tweet i was still like pretty sleepy okay and i guess you were awake and then you can continue because i i can't like summarize it Sure. So Hansel basically got ratioed the fuck out. There were like eighty odd comments and like twenty odd quote tweets, which were an assortment of physical harm, death threats. Thankfully, because the name is Hansel on Twitter, they couldn't tell. They didn't issue rape there. threats. Yeah. So yeah. So they. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you were spared the rape threats. <laughs> What the fuck? Like seriously, this is the silver lining that we are giggling about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like laughing deliriously, deliriously because that name Hansel saved me from a lot of rape threat trauma. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, I've screenshotted everything for posterity, but holy fuck, do we have a we India has a Hindu Taliban problem. There is no two ways about it. We have a big, big problem. So I was telling you earlier today, there is this line in Pacific Rim. It's the opening line where the guy says, "We always thought monsters would fall down from the skies, but they actually rose up from the oceans." The movie really goes downhill from there, but that's a great opening line. and that's that what's happening because of the stupidity in the west where obviously it's the woke left that's against free more against freedom indians have co-opted that for god knows what reason and keep shouting down at the woke left which of course indian wokes are also idiotic no denying that but india has no way near the freedoms to worry about losing them we have to i mean we are still we haven't had a renaissance we still haven't had a renaissance i mean like galileo wouldn't make it in india we're not <laughs> anti 
having we're not anti science but we are re- very pro pseudo science yeah if that makes any sense although gretel i have to say like i don't think they co-opted the woke left of the west i think they, no, they are fighting the back against islamists they are fighting back against islamists so here's so, it's, it's so here's some more context so one of india's leading political parties so the democrats of india basically same story a lot of minority appeasement the minorities in india are muslim so a lot of muslim appeasement and therefore because of that there was a reverse action from the republicans which is the bjp party which uh, prime minister modi is a part of it's more that leans right more socially conservative and plays to a hindu base which is the majority so those are the dynamics and i also used to be very pissed off about the whole minority appeasement because i it is a I real mean, thing i mean it is a real it's, thing it's it was nonsense but now we've gone too far down the other side where so the biggest problem for these guys was they thought because they're such illiterate cretins that armen nawabi is an indian muslim that's what they thought and yeah. that's what the charlatans like there are these political there charlatans. was a lawyer who actually filed a fir okay. against these guys are all charlatans man they think they and people are fucking gullible idiots i'll get into some statistics later but the so the thing is uh what was i saying yeah, there is these political charlatans that start saying oh everyone should report his account and there'll be legal action how the f- fuck are you going to take legal action against someone who's sitting in canada to like what oh and tagging justin trudeau as if he's going to like call armin no, personally and be like fuck you that, how dare you insult hindus but that's what is their that's because their followers are so fucking stupid and everyone in the comments is lapping it up which made me think that if you believe there is a god you're probably going to believe pretty much anything else i mean yeah exactly like believing that kali was a real person and is a real person who continues to exist today is like the worst of them all believing that you know justin trudeau will see the tweet and punish armen is still more it's still more there's, believable you, than you know that kali was real come on so yes armen nawabi was actually the l- second most bizarre thing to happen on indian twitter yesterday i know what was the first so first i have no idea where this even comes from but a lot of people like sensible people even started retweeting it there is news of uh, of taiwan shooting down a chinese aircraft <laughs> i mean what the fuck and that started doing the rounds of indian twitter then there was this whole sweden issue which hardly made any noise <laughs> in the western media when like there was some muslim <laughs> bruhaha in sweden which obviously the hindu nationalists again jumped on who these people are absolute losers these people are absolute losers they are, they are absolutely like the worst of the you know like how racists call indians as third world you know like people from shit hole countries shit eating desis or whatever and it's super offensive and horrible but whatever like the worst insult can be dedicated towards indians these people represent the absolute worst of that like they are the vermin that i'm ashamed to be citizens with and i apologize if i say something that's super offensive right now about my fellow citizens but yeah these people suck so there much are, so dumb. there are people therefore they are our problem yeah I mean I don't know I don't even want to co-op these people as my problem and that, that, that's the thing dude like I tried you know like we had a conversation with a friend who tried playing devil's advocate to these people and I get it like it's not that I can't understand their point of view I can I just think it's a loony point of view and I don't want to empathize with them I get it but I don't like I'm not okay normalizing violence so a lot of the uh, tweets that were hurled at me were that you know like islamists are actually smart at defending their religion we also need to start defending our dharma and so they are normalizing death threats and they said he deserved it because muslims actually do the right thing by defending their religion we also need to do it finally we have the chance of a hindu nation 
so people were openly saying this to me that's when i understood that this is their ideology like they just want to copy islam they want to become like islam but that's, for hinduism it's, it's what all religions are it's the logical conclusion for any religion so yeah god man no dude but hinduism in its scripture does not push for these kind of ideologies see islam islam you, in its scripture okay, does push okay, for let's, this okay let's let's get into some statistics here sure Let's take the largest uh, Muslim nation in the world, which is Pakistan. Let's take the largest mm-hmm. Hindu nation in the world, which is India. Mm-hmm. Pakistan has an adult literacy rate of sixty percent. India has mm-hmm. an adult literacy rate of seventy-five percent. Seventy-five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think these people? By are the really way, Sri Lanka different? is ninety point eight percent. I just felt like sharing that. Nice. Do you think these morons? And I mean, sixty percent literacy and seventy-five percent literacy is one thing. literacy does not translate into comprehension so yeah, people yeah my tweet the, the people tweeting at me yeah. were a lot of them were super educated so yeah anyway yeah. but the thing is it's still a it's an illit it's literally an illiterate populace for, for a, in, in and when you take india and pakistan which is like i don't know how many billion people One and a half billion, I think, and about thirty percent of them are like five hundred million illiterate people. Man, what the fuck? What do you, what do you expect? This they they aren't reading scriptures. There is there's nothing to do with the actual faith here. It does the actual faith doesn't matter. What matters is the people who believe in it. Yep. At least with I Hindus, am, I agree. With yeah, Islam, I disagree. But with Hinduism, I agree. Yeah, the people who have the problem is not the religion. I mean, the religion has its batshit crazy beliefs, which is fine. That's a separate issue. But the reason these people behave like this is not influenced by the religion. There's nothing in the religion that instigates people to behave like this. It's the people's faith, and and it's a subset of people. Like not all Hindus. Like even Armen. Okay, our our parents, are, our parents are like devout Hindus. They're not issuing anyone death threats. Yeah, I mean. at least our parents are not but i'm sure some people's parents are so i don't know dude uh, i mean i have some not so immediate family who you know went and punched a bunch of muslims in their village because they thought that muslims brought covid into their village and yeah so there oh, are moon bags i i was i thought here. i thought you were going to narrate a story from 30 years ago but this is from 30 days ago so fuck yeah it's from 30 days ago and yes i was horrified hearing this and a lot of people who were around me and who were older were just listening to it but they were not horrified they wouldn't go and do the violence but they were totally nodding along so oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah i mean yeah i mean there are radicals and i'm not denying that but i do believe that you know like most hindus aren't like this it's the same argument for muslims yeah there's like billion muslims and only a handful of them are radicals not all of them believe so not all of the, them are the radicals so it's the same the thing yeah it's sad i i yeah the argument made against muslims is uh yeah so radical muslims want to kill you and moderate muslims want the radicals to kill you and i feel like that's becoming true for hindus as well it is it is and radical i know hindus it's a harsh i know it's a harsh statement but it is true like i have observed it in my personal life it's not just on twitter but yeah i experienced it in mass on twitter last night but in 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 real life also like i'm it's starting to become like that i'm not saying it's already there but the social media has there polarized been, people been so been much yeah. there have been jinks yeah we've we've had that problem i mean obviously it's not yet to the same extent as some barbaric nations to our west i mean i mean the middle east let me just clarify i mean mm-hmm. the fucking middle east but mm-hmm. it's not a game of catch up just because some uh just because some islamic countries have have more barbaric practices that doesn't mean that doesn't give hindu people an excuse to co-opt them or oh look look there's still a gap between us what nonsense yeah a lot of people who were like on armen's tweets or my tweets were like at least we are not burning down cities and beheading people look at islam i was like the conversation is not about islam and this is a really shitty bar to hold your own 
fellow citizens too. At least we are not burning cities and beheading people. I also, was like, yeah, yeah. Instead, you just made pornographic images of a dead mom. You issued death threats. You are abusing people on Twitter. So yeah, you didn't burn down cities and maybe you didn't behead anyone, but you are willing to pay people money to behead Armen. So yeah, like how I don't know how I'm supposed to feel superior out of all of this, and and it's not okay. And and what's wrong with you and me trying to like strive for a better country where people are more live and let live? Like, would it have been that hard to just ignore him? He's just a buffoon. Does it matter? Do you think if Kali, if even if Kali exists and we both are wrong, and if she exists, I hope she's forgiving towards us. I don't think she would bat an eye that Armin posted a sexualized photo of her on Twitter. Do you think that she's going to become less powerful because of that? I even tried making that argument, but people were like, "If if if he had posted that about your mom, would you be okay with that?" I would be like, "I would be offended, dude. I would be, but doesn't mean I'm going to behead him for that." Man, I'm just going to uh... say. These people are normalizing hatred, yar, and I don't want to live in a country like that. This is These not the people... Middle East. I don't want to live in the Middle East. At least the Middle East has a dictatorship to keep these people under control. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, we have the worst. We have fucking democracy. So oh oh, problem... and can I can I also highlight another hypocrisy of the hate tweets that I got last night? Yeah, sure, is sure. that. Oh, is that Kali is like the ultimate symbol of feminism for a billion Hindus apparently, and by insulting the ultimate feminist icon, Armin was behaving as a misogynist and a patriarchal chauvinist. And so, to shut him up, all these feminists who worship their feminist icon Kali decided to post porn- pornographic images of his mom and abusing his mom because they are that feminist. Like, come on. Don't you see the hypocrisy in that? It's, like issuing rape threats, issuing you know abusing somebody's dead mom because you think you're being feminist. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Are these people? Do these people have brains? You you need to issue the trigger word because I'm so mad that these people share a country with me. Oh, we, I just hope I don't meet them in real life. I don't want to meet them in real life. Please. Didn't establish a trigger word, but let me speak for the next minute so that you can calm down. Yeah, I need to calm down. The trouble is, so this is something that happened when we were an undergrad, and a lot of folks came from you know, uh, semi-urban or more rural parts of India, and they came mm-hmm. from very restrictive sort of households and cultures and stuff. Much more than, I mean, it's not like you and I came from the the woke part of Lol. India, but <laughs> yeah, still it's better off. Hmm. Uh, and a lot of people could not handle independence they really couldn't handle the independence well and started doing dumb stuff mm-hmm. that's what's happening with people who come on to social media for the first time because these guys are mostly guys first of all and i'm sure oh my god 99% were yeah men. of course 99% were men yeah i'm positive in real life these there are like 5 foot 4 55 kilos very different person people but with no economic or sexual opportunities and that's what frustrates them and they see mm. the social media and they feel like an opportunity to be a big big shot see there's some parallels to draw to these incels who are like online in yeah. the west or yeah. like radical islamists who are triggered sure. yeah sure. i mean it's sad, right? People, yeah. people in our people in the Hindu community are being, you know, like are behaving similar to these other fringe communities who I'm really ashamed of. I'm really these ashamed people, that Hinduism has come to this, dude. People with no hope. It's I think this is beyond religion. It's you are a tra- so. I agree. I agree. Earlier, I see your point. One of the earlier episodes we talked about how when you are depressed you are more uh, susceptible to political radicalization that is exponentially more so for religious radicalization because politics is a spectator sport that doesn't really offer you much Mm, religion offers you meaning offers you a lot 72 to quote a specific number (laughs) (laughs) yeah it keeps on giving i agree Um, so 
no mm-hmm. i see what you mean it's not just the religion that's driving this it's probably these people were like yeah their background is that they are losers and they are super online yeah, and like and, yeah and i'm kind sure and i'm yeah. sure these guys aren't like uh very very working class they'll be middle to lower middle class people whose opportunities are not as good as their parents and you know it's they, there's a reason why all of the nonsense that's going on in the us is happening primarily in the midwest it's because economic opportunities out there get worse with each, every generation and frustrations grow with every generation what do you mean by all the things that's wrong is happening in the midwest the riots the riots are primarily in what milwaukee Hello. seattle portland and chicago sh- new york chicago is DC. the midwest chicago is the midwest new york is okay, not chicago is where it's a big city in the midwest it's not like the classical small town midwest yeah, i mean milwaukee minneapolis sure i mean i get your point but No, Detroit. I don't think that's because people are frustrated. I think that's because the shootings happen there, the violence happen there. Wherever the violence happens now in US, it, the riots will happen there. there. Like in New York yesterday, like a, a yesterday, a video was out. It, it hasn't Sorry. burnt down. Rochester hasn't burnt down yet. Washington DC has not burnt down yet. Hmm. Washington DC was pretty bad though. um just the protests after the rnc it looked bad but yeah it's not burned down i agree there's a lot of frustration there's economic uh, stress I mean, in the midwest portland, people are unemployed portland and seattle have like a hippie problem i mean those are two yeah, very it's very complicated we can't sum it up to my point sure. is you can't just sum it up to frustration sure. economic like frustration it- but i feel like economic frustration sexual frustration also these guys are like extremely deprived depraved whatever but yeah whatever dude it's like app- don't make me empathize with them i get it i I'm see what you mean but yeah, i don't want to empathize with these people I'm, they I'm, they need to do I, better they're terrible they're objectively terrible people i'm just saying this is where it's coming from and they're super susceptible to religion what is worse is the next generation will be raised by such people yep we are like one generation away india is one generation away from being a theocracy um i kind of hope that you know like people like you and me can still make a difference by going back and maybe like the yes, liberal you know libtards as they call us back in india secular liberals or whatever uh, insult they use it. use against liberals hopefully those people will knock some sense i don't know i think the ship has sailed i honestly think the ship that ship has sailed oh, i hate this i'm really ashamed of trump might no longer be, trump might no longer be president but trumpism won't go away modi, modi modi has done this radicalization man it's like very deeply entrenched in modi has done the radicalization as much as he has leaned into it there is always this and there's always this undertone that modi has leaned into yeah. he's not been the one to like set it off as it were yeah i mean the thing is like my my own dad like he's he's like the most peaceful guy ever you know like if somebody even abuses him or his family he'll just be like okay let that person say whatever i'll mind my own business and like the community i come from in india we are all about being the most docile do no harm you know don't don't abuse anyone don't provoke oh, yeah, anyone yeah. types you you are from the same community so you know how our family members operate they operate on fear they don't like raising their voice they don't like creating disruptions at all but i feel like even he if i'm not saying he'll ever do any violent act or he will you know post anything uh, abusive towards any community but i have noticed that he on whatsapp like all these groups that spread propaganda he forwards me those videos and a lot of them are like fake news okay so he'll he'll send me a video that in new york in a subway a muslim guy spat on spat on someone to spread corona virus he's like see what these muslims are doing 
they want non muslims to get uh-huh. infected and i was like that video is so blurry you can't even tell he is muslim are you sure and like it turns out the video is like 3 years old and it's just two people fighting in the subway which happens every day in the new york subway so i explained this to him uh-huh. and he said but but my dad was cool he is like oh, okay fair enough thanks for letting me know i'll i'll remove my retweet so he went back and he he learned he didn't even know how to undo a retweet he learned it and he undid it for me which i was proud of but the point is that the baseline is to hate the other and it's yeah yeah that's how that's where people get their sense of superiority from right it's like with the whites even the poorest white guy thinks he's better off than the richest black guy the poorest white guy thinks he's better than barack obama yeah. basically and 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 it's sad this is the dangerous thing it's like it's very subtle like whatever i see with my family they are not radical or anything they'll never do harm but if they watch harm being done they may not stand up against it dude they might just say yeah i mean they probably asked for it i mean yeah they like you know you know what i mean like they sick of minority appeasement they like they asked for it like that that's what they'll be like what's the, they'll just watch what's the solution you think solution um that's a tough one specifically both of us grew up in both of us grew up in religious environments i'm still in one uh, but you are not to be theist but yeah i'm still in a very i am an atheist what happened to us and how do more people get to be like get to the stage we are actually i, mean, I, I don't think our majority of I, them are agnostic I, or atheist dude in our generation yeah, at least the class like everybody in my family is an atheist they just won't come out and say it i know it because when i talk about this stuff they're like oh yeah i mean even my own my brother is a believer though but he's like the most chilled out version of a believer he's like let people do whatever they want if it disgusts me fine yeah i mean like, see i am yeah. i am fine with people i am fine with people having religious beliefs but keeping it private yeah i believe in stupid things exactly everyone is allowed to believe in the things that they want to but when it starts affecting lives around you that's a problem yeah live and let live and it's, it's very hard it's a very hard purely private man yeah it's a very hard concept for them to get it because for them and see oh this is where i wanted to bring in this topic is that in the constitution there's a law protecting offense to religion man that's the problem that's the, as long as that exists this attitude will never change see constitutionally if you can file a case against someone for offending your religion then generation through generation this attitude that offending somebody's religion is not okay is going to get passed on right so like when will yeah, it ever be normalized it will never be normalized so basically like in india see the dif- main difference between india and middle east is you can be atheist in india as long as you don't advertise it as long as you don't mock other religions but in the middle east if you're openly atheist you'll probably get killed that's the only difference i see seriously you can okay things aren't as bad in india you can be an open atheist no i said you can is... be an open atheist you just can't mock no the problem is religion. you can't mock religion no the pro... the problem is you don't even have to mock religion the problem is there is a growing class of political charlatans that want to make everything about religion that want to make... and when you have people with no employment or hope basically no hope you have a willing audience that listens to you yeah but i also think that it's, the fact that it's enshrined in law also helps their case here's my point here's how i push back against that the legal system is also something you choose to believe in i am quoting yuval harari there it's religion and like rule of law are both myths in a way it's what you believe in and i think in south asia or the middle east or these super religiously orthodox places even if you have a rule of law that says something like the rule of law in india says that you can't practice or should not believe in superstition and all that stuff 
the rule of religion supersedes it yeah but in this and case the rule of, the rule of law is, is supporting the rule of religion so it's enforcing the rule of religion sure sure that's a but problem i'm just saying that the rule of sure i agree with you but i'm just saying that the rule of law changing is not necessarily going to make life much better if people keep believing what the rule of religion i agree i agree the, it's like it's what the needs to be done attitude is, needs to change and then the law needs to be changed because as a democracy we come together and say enough of this shitty backwards law we are able to coexist without such a law right so in the us for example they are constitutional absolutionists i know i'm so grateful i'm in the us right now This is one of the, not, one of the ways yeah, I really feel that the US has done right. No, but 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 they also have their own religious sensibilities, and because the rule of law precedes the rule of religion, they have to get their things pushed through legislation, which also has its own dumb consequences of. red states wanting to ban abortion i agree i agree what the fuck it's not perfect but as an individual it's it's it is the land of the free yeah That's for sure for yeah. sure for sure i mean having the rule of law supersede rule of religion or religious dictate or whatever whatever you want to call it is obviously preferential because it creates more of more resistance to when you're trying to drive societal change yep it's not that easy to change laws it's almost impossible to change religious uh, laws but with legal laws if people believe in that and if those are like an active debate and those are debatable it's at least you get to you can at least have a more nuanced discussion on the subject yeah, rather like than Kobe saying Wade, oh that's what like the whole Wade. i mean half the country is not yeah. supporting abortion even today But yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know the side, the pro-choice side were able to win their case and make that an option for people. And I'm not saying like, for example, in uh, on the topic of abortion, India is way more progressive than the US. And so it's not like yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there are obviously like advantages and disadvantages to every country. And it is a surprise that you know like the West, one of the greatest Western countries, is so insane when it comes to America. Like America is the third world of the first world. <laughs> well put, I agree. But I also believe it's the land of the free and the land of the opportunity. Sure, and sure, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm like very grateful, sure. especially after going through what things I did that, last night. I that, feel really grateful that you know I'm here, and I I appreciated the US more after what I went through last night. The US pushes the world forward and has pushed the world forward because it has freedom. I know. I love freedom. which obviously a lot of people are currently trying to choke. Mm. Maybe choke wasn't the best uh, use of phrase, right? Considering current events, but you know what I mean. <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't have laughed. I agree with you. Yeah, I totally agree with you. As always, um, I mean, we barely disagree. But thanks for having my back last night and forcing me to make my Twitter uh-huh. account private because if I had been Five minutes too late. I would have gotten eighty more comments and twenty more quote tweets because it was literally five minutes after I tweeted. The numbers you quoted were like five minutes after my tweet went out. I have never seen my tweet blow up this this quick, and that showed like that's, how many keyboard that, warriors were active. That was scary. It was pretty scary. No, no, it, no, no, no. What it shows is this is organized. Yeah, it is organized. It is it's not. It's not like a bottom up random thing. It's organized. Yeah. it is i'm sure like they were sharing it on whatsapp on whatsapp groups spreading it to their cults and getting people online to harass this guy and it's still going on mm-hmm. by the way and he is not backing down either if he went private it would all die down like how it has died down for me like after i went private so he, it's all cooled down but he's sitting in canada and there is a stupid This is like someone visiting a zoo, man. You know, other people. You know, the animals are behind the cage. Yep. So you can taunt all you Absolutely. want, and they get attacked. Exactly attitude. what he's doing, Nothing. and they're falling for it. They're falling for it. Initially, I thought at least, you know, like these Hindus, even though they are actually radicalized, they at least they want to look better than their Muslim brothers, and at least for that, they pretend. No, they don't. No, I I thought initially a few of them were tweeting at each other saying. 
dear brother we shouldn't uh, armen shouldn't think that we are as radical as our muslim brothers and as a result we should all ignore this but then people were like i want to be radical like my muslim brother my muslim brother is correct we need to defend our dharma i don't care at any cost i'm going to defend hinduism so yeah like see there's a reason there's a reason crystal ball and sagar and jetty have a show together people on extremes will get along with each other better than yep. moderates do yep very true it's it's a wavelength thing that people of like hyper religious people will have their own differences but they'll come together when there's a more moderate person in the room yeah i agree i think uh, so in in terms of the solution uh, i personally see i'm not like very i don't have much faith in activism and just my own experience with my own parents is that by you know shocking them or like jolting them or accusing them of being hindu nationalists all of this is not going to be helpful for me like the way i change minds is through patience through logic through persistence and showing the person that i come from a good place so i have a lot of work to do i have realized this is a huge problem and i'm sure that it exists in my immediate circles and it it may not be like violent radicalism but whatever nascent stage radicalism it exists in it is my job for the rest of my life to patiently make these people see that they don't need to be so radical and that nothing is threatening their religion or their existence in india and that we all can coexist so it's going to be an uphill battle but i'm going to do my bit uh, with my family and and i do have a lot of work to do so that's all i can commit to because i can't deal with these morons though the ones on twitter like that's just too toxic for me but i can deal with family because at least we are bonded by blood and so hopefully they won't resort to these twitter tactics mm-hmm. so yeah that is my solution i i don't know and hopefully we raise our kids um you know um i can't raise my kids atheist unfortunately because of my family background but i will just hope that my kid is inheriting some of my intelligence and grows up questioning religion and then i'll just let them do whatever they want so yeah i'm counting on mm-hmm. my kid to have decent iq how about you yeah i'm homeschooling mine <laughs> I don't really yeah. think schools is the problem. I don't think schools is the problem. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, not joke. here. In, in US, it might be a problem, but in India, not to really. To be honest, to be honest, there's just one solution. You have to nuke these people. And the solution? No, I mean, <laughs> I wish. We were joking, okay, guys. We is, were joking, guys. Not, we are not for violence at all. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about final solutions. <laughs> Okay, what's the pre-final solution of Mr. Gretel? Yeah, it's it's not a solution as much as it's you basically have to employ these people somehow, unless they are gainfully employed, unless they have something to get something else to get their sense of dignity from. They're gonna get. even further and further radicalized but how do you think so they you let go their religiosity just because they get employed because they'll start i feel you have a choice i feel like you have a certain amount of belief that you can spread between god and yourself mm-hmm. so if you are gainfully employed you believe in yourself more than you believe in god just my take on the matter mm, it's a beautiful thought i hope i i hope these twitter warriors heard this exact sentiment because it would do them a lot of i i hope they're not listening to us because that would be more terrifying but yeah mm, they could be though because a lot of them harassed me and if some of them check their check my profile they would know about our I podcast actually, i was actually i was actually disappointed that our podcast following did not grow <laughs> yeah man they didn't check my profile otherwise they would have known i was a woman but the silver lining is i didn't get rape threats and yeah like they didn't check my profile to see that i'm a hindu they saw my name hansel and thought i was like this westerner supporting armen at some point they were accusing me of being like a muslim and hiding hiding behind a white name so yeah i had a wild night i mean you you were privy to that so It's not. It's not news to you. Okay. Oh, but there's an other silver lining that I just thought of. Is that the next time the wokies come for us, I know what to do on Twitter. 
I know exactly how to tame that beast because I tamed it last night. The idea is just to go private and just stay mum for a day or two, let the shit die down, take screenshots, like you said, and then go back public and, you know, life is normal again. So, hey, at least I uh-huh. got a dry run for that. And that day is coming. So, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that okay, was so, so that's our mini session rant session on our growing concerns about Hindu nationalism. What else did you want to talk mm-hmm. about today? Yeah, let's talk about something I tweeted. I mean, Cancel and Gretel tweeted rather. So um, you, yeah, you were the one who DM'd me about the Rochester shooting and. my question to you was and you said police violence and my question to you was was it police violence or was it unnecessary police violence because there's degrees to these things mm. not that i want people to be shot by the police mm. but self defense and all that and that's when i thought that you know the right wing the republican right is is correct about police and the democratic left is correct about protests both of these are largely and by largely i mean overwhelmingly forces for good we need both of them in like a functioning society so why why can't the why can't both sides just see that the other side is actually right on some things yeah on some they're partially right they're things. both partially right they're primarily right i would say i mean both in both cases in both cases with the police as well as with the protesters it's a to use the popular phrase a few bad apples okay that i agree few, with that i agree with the derek shovin the guy who stepped on george floyd in minnesota is not representative of all of the police as much as the gender queer vegan running around with a molotov cocktail in portland is of all of the protesters in america i agree no i think see i i can play devil's advocate from the left point of view um i i mentioned this on the last podcast as well i don't think wait why are you advocate from the left point does that make you right i mean does that make you right wing wait i'm confused i don't even know what i said um yeah i mean i guess i i'm more center right so yeah i'm not really a leftist but i see the leftist cool. view on the issue of police violence and i so so here's the thing dude it's see it's not even right now i'm not even talking about statistics i'm just talking about tactics okay so the way the left sees it or the woke sees it is that they may even you can even get them to be on the same page as you on statistics you know they may even be able to see that it's only a few bad apples but their problem is that if you just keep saying it's a few bad apples it's not all of them you are and and just keep pointing to black on black violence which is a problem when you do that or the people that do that are also the people on the right who care less about the person who died okay and and i have observed this on twitter see there are some people who actually care about the numbers and who care about reality i like to think you and i are one of those people but there are also hyper right wing people who think that you know like if if there's a black guy who's mentally ill who's like the guy in rochester who was drugged up on pcp roaming naked on the streets in delirium okay he has no idea what's going on around him he's mentally unwell and on drugs he's running around naked and screaming that i might have covid i might have covid and he apparently tries to break into a car which is illegal i agree but does he deserve to be choked for that i don't think so and i i think there is a police problem in the us and the police do need to reform and if you watch the raw video you know that whatever has happened to him is extremely unfair the problem is that the right wing when they discuss this topic they'll be like he was on pcp he was running naked on the streets he was a threat to society i mean see he could have been yaar can you can you can you raise your voice when you talk about what the right wing says because you were essentially talking about ben shapiro and i think it just makes sense for you to you know talk talk like him <laughs> sorry my <laughs> wife my wife is a doctor where as he went that's actually pretty good so anyway yeah like ben shapiro i don't think he's a bad person but when he talks about it he talks about it in a very partisan way so it's more about the tactic 
rather than what people actually believe so i think this is why the left does not see mm-hmm. eye to eye on police violence they might even concede that it's a few bad apples but the focus should be on the victims rather than this all the good apples and i agree with them on that see this there are certainly there is certainly okay there are systemic issues with american policing but i don't think the systemic issues are of a people nature as much as they are of a militarized yeah, militarization it's not a racial it's not ra- necessarily yeah, yeah. racial in terms of the gun you know the way the cops use the guns over here it's more like because of the second yeah. amendment and people being armed and so the cops feel unsafe so that's the problem and and it being super easy to become a cop in the us yeah i heard that the amount of training that they go through is like yeah it's pretty minimal and yeah i mean there are all these problems and it's true and and i agree that it's only a few bad apples i'm sure a lot of people on the left will also agree with that but the kind of dismissiveness at which some on some mm-hmm. on the right just exactly. overlook the victim's pain and focus on defending the police i think that's what triggers the left and i see where they are coming mm-hmm. from too i mean i generally like law and order and i respect the police police massively for enforcing law and order and so i tend to take the side of law and order usually but it's just that when you become heartless and don't show compassion towards a person who's mentally ill and who just got treated like scum by the police it's very hard for you especially if you are a black person to watch that video and come off thinking oh that was a bad apple of a cop it's so dehumanizing so it's more like mm-hmm. i don't know i i guess mm-hmm. i just see both sides of the coin and it's really a sad state of affair and yeah i mean that's my take i don't have like a rational take on this it's just that lately i've been seeing more the B- i can empathize with the blm side i can feel their pain and i i feel you guys and i'm really sorry this is happening to people and i i don't know it's like we need police reform for sure but i don't think you should defund the police like i i like i like we, having a functioning we, law and order for sure we need the police and we need them to reform exactly yeah i think that's a very rational middle ground right as centrists or center rightists and center leftists whatever i think that's a very common, common sense, sense. Right. that's very common sense both sides should be for it right why why aren't either side for it that's what i that's what i don't get why are we able to agree on because, it but they can't because politics the way american politics is now being laid out is like religion yep it's so fucking polarized you have very you have very strict dictates that you have to follow and dude like kamala harris and bernie sanders share 93 or 98% of their voting record but kamala harris is still not progressive enough or bernie sanders is still not what feminist enough mm. it's crazy man yeah it is crazy you have to be like you have to be the perfect model christian muslim hindu whatever it's religion mm. it's religion you have to be the most chaste mm. that person doesn't exist though that person doesn't exist i mean why do you think priests are pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> i didn't expect the conversation to go down this route oh purity man fucking nonsense purity culture yeah purity signaling for sure i agree i feel like yeah i mean at least you and me through our rants we at least got to the heart of the matter of the blm issue and at least we have found a middle ground which i personally think is common sense and it makes sense to us at least we have some clarity on this issue from our ends i don't know at least the next time i go through another emotional wave of turmoil at least i know where i stand on this topic so that was awesome and so thank you for that that was enriching um as for the state of affairs in india i guess we'll just live it out so do you still have plans of going mm-hmm. back to india eventually you're debating it look i love i love my country more than anything else so i i, I do i think you will go back dude you're more but... patriotic than me 
I for sure. I, like for I sure. like the US more than I like India. It's a very controversial thing to say, but yeah. Mm. No, I'm certainly the other way around. But let's see. Mm, I've never heard you sound so doubtful about it. Mm. I I have my I have my reservations, just as India does, sadly. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was so brilliant. Oh man, that made my day. But that's a joke. Most people won't get. But oh, it's okay. it was so brilliant. It was so brilliant. Um. So, what plans for the long weekend? Uh, I'm just going to relax and read. I will tell you about. Oh man, I'm reading about. I'm reading about modern monetary theory. Okay, I don't want to know about that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Never. Never yeah, mind. We'll talk separately about that, or not. Yeah. Any any uplifting notes to end this on? Ah. Uh, well. Anything good happened in academia recently? Yes, I have some personal good news or professional good news. So I had a great professional week. I set up a bunch of collaborations. I got a bunch of money from the U.S. government to do research, so I'm very thrilled. So I have Uncle Sam. You're sad. No, I'm saying Uncle Sam. Oh, Uncle Sam. Oh, I heard it as I'm so sad. So I was like, why are you sad? You should be happy. So yeah, I I feel pretty awesome. This was a pretty great week, and it's the weekend. Um, I don't have any plans per se, but I do have some plans, but nothing hardcore. Not like taking a vacation or anything. um but besides that not much is uplifting i suppose but i mean i survived my first spate of twitter abuse and i'm stronger because of it so i think that's pretty uplifting i'm not as sensitive as snowflake as i thought i was does that inspire you i don't think so but i tried sure you can salivate over robert pattinson while <laughs> Hell yes! I mean, he has the coronavirus, so I don't think salivating is- all over him is a good idea. But hey, I hope he recovers because he's too hot to die, and I would that would break my heart. Oh my God, Robert Pattinson! I love you so much. I wish you were my boyfriend. Okay, I'm married, but still, um, yeah, he's awesome. I love him. There's that. And that is a plan. Any parting thoughts on WAP? On WAP. Ooh, so yeah, I I mean I already told you this, but our listeners would be happy to know. Actually, I think I posted about this on my Twitter. I was walking around Manhattan and I saw this really provocative statue, which was clearly inspired by WAP because there was this curvaceous statue of like a curvaceous woman, uh, with thick thighs, which was and a thick thick ass butt, which was again like WAP-ish, and there was a snake crawling up her leg, which was like. very much similar to what the video shows so yeah i saw some inspiration wop inspired some art so that was good to see and uh, besides that i think the song is trash it's not empowering at all and i wouldn't want my daughter or son listening to that song uh, i sound like ben shapiro i know uh, but i i i'm i'm okay saying the p word um, pussy whatever but uh, we had a disgusting conversation about this last week as well we probably shouldn't end every episode talking about vaginas people are going to like think that i'm a lesbian or that you up you are a perverted hindu lonely like like ben shapiro you also keep telling people that you're married that is true and my wife is not a doctor but i am a doctor so there's that too <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you're the reverse bench. Yeah, you. man, I do oh, share dude, a I... lot in common with him. I mean, it's sad. I am a little socially uptight. But yeah, so that song is pure trash. Uh, I think that's okay. I think a lot of people think that it's trash, right? I mean, the lyrics are just absolutely trashy. And my husband is like super progressive, and he he found he couldn't like listen to more than ten seconds. But that's mostly because you know that's. like an insult to good music that's not good music according to me so yeah i if the beat was good i wouldn't care what they were singing about i mean the like, beat is kind of catchy i mean i listen to ben shapiro's version of wet ass p word i oh listen God. to that every day so i think the beat did the I job mean, i just think i, I, I think the vocalist i definitely heard yeah, i think we needed a nasal jewish I've, vocalist for the song 
to make the song work for me at least <laughs> yeah i've definitely heard songs with as provocative lyrics but just better music that i've enjoyed that's true that's true i mean eminem's ass like that or eminem's just lose it i mean a lot of eminem songs about really lewd stuff but it's so catchy that i've been listening to it since 8th grade and i have no problems with it but yeah this wasn't up to the mark for sure although wet ass p word is on spotify now and i listen to it a few times a day so all right so let's end this with you outing yourself as an internalized misogynist and a reverse ben shapiro have a great and weekend and a reverse ben shapiro yep that too all right you want us do the honors for sure so yeah this was an awesome episode and i had a really great time and uh, thank you so much gretel for your time so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode i know a lot of it was about india but i feel like there was some overlapping themes here uh, but having said that don't take all of this too seriously the most important thing is to just disconnect from social media enjoy your weekend it's a long weekend relax stay safe you know stay sane and be happy and i hope everybody uh, gets to enjoy this weekend and we'll see you next week and in good spirits so until then uh, ciao